Yo, Knicks fan, you are now in the building with Triple M, aka Tequila Tito, and welcome to the pilot episode of Knicks Fans Wallet. And this show, let me tell you something about this show. This show is just going to be what the name entitled. It's going to be Knicks Fans Wallet. Everything wallet. Wallet tape, wallet predictions, just everything. Everything wallet. And I'm joined here by my co-host. I've known this man since we was five years old. I mean, how many people can you say you know since you were five years old? That's a fact, man. What's going on, man? It's your boy Don Juan in the building. I hope you guys are doing well. This first pilot episode, so a little nerve-wracking, but also really exciting. And we about to give you some, you know, hot takes, keep you guys updated with what's going on with the Knicks. But, you know, we, we it's just been a hell of a year, so you're going to get a lot of excitement, maybe, you know, something a little bit too over the top. But, hey, we're Knicks fans. Where, where don't we go over the top? Yeah, yeah, uh, come on. There's no no wrecking here, no nerve wracking here, man. Just me and you chopping it up about the Knicks all the time. That's what we do, bro. And I am right here as well with the CEO and founder of Off the Ball Pod, Chris LeBron. Tell the people what's really good. What's going on, guys? You know, happy to be on the pilot episode of this. You know, I know y'all excited about this. We've been trying to work on this for a minute. Happy to for you guys to get this going. You know, I know you guys are very excited about this project. So thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, Knicks, Knicks are popping. You know, the city is vibing right now. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. Yes, we are. You ain't lying about that, man. Yeah, Chris. So uh, tell us a little bit about Off the Ball Pod and what we're going to be doing here. And I'm just going to tell you, Off the Ball Pod, we're running it up. It's about to be lit. It's game changing. There's a couple new additions in the building. It's game changing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do my own show. I do the Off the Ball Podcast. And, you know, it was all basketball, a lot of Knicks talk also as well. I did, I've done a lot of interviews with, you know, some of the top you know, Knicks journalists you know, around. I've done shows. I've done shows with some of the top, you know, college players in, in the country. Some former pros. You know, I've, it's it's kind of all around basketball, talking ball. But then I kind of switched that and to try to get my own network, and that's how Off the Ball Network came about. So I, I kind of I was a part of a network before. I didn't really feel the vibes there. So I said, you know what? Let me create my own brand. Let me create my own network and see how it goes. And I had a group of guys that helped me that were lit fans of my show. Kind of went about it that way. And we created Off The Ball Network. And it's taken off like crazy, way more than I ever anticipated. Like I had no expectations of it going anywhere. And it's it's gone way farther than I thought. And like the fact that guys like you guys came to me and wanted to create something on the on the network to me is dope so and we're just gonna do bigger and better things you know with this show we got a bunch of other shows so i'm excited about the future of off the ball network we got a lot of things great things going on so i'm i'm excited yeah we're we're honored to be here with you boss for real you you you're really laying out the foundation for us so like to succeed and we appreciate that yeah juan i mean i just started following chris Middle of the pandemic, man, on the phone, on Twitter, just started following Chris LeBron, and 
man, this guy was just talking to himself here and there. And then I just started seeing him interviewing people and they just got a new network. And I'm like, oh, who this guy right here? And we just started chopping it up and became real, real cool. And yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that you're having us here, Chris. And um, yeah, man, off the ball, pop, let's get it started. Let's get it popping. But I'm not about this nice, sweet intro or oh, this little off the ball, Don Juan. We don't really care. What we're here to talk about is our New York Knickerbockers. Mm. In the middle of an eight-game winning streak. Yes, sir. 60 games into the season. Say it loud. 33 and 27 in sole possession of the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, excuse me, Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, okay. I'm just thinking about that. I, I like that, though. I like the energy. I like that. Hey, Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, you never know. We wilding early. We wilding two minutes. You never know. The dice is going to roll later on. Don Juan, tell me. What's been the best part of the season for you? I mean, besides this eight-game winning streak, which is hard to just push over and you know and ignore, but really the growth of RJ Barrett, man. I, I was getting so much slack last year. I mean, I was when we got that pick, I went to the I went to the draft and I saw them get picked. And I'm like, you know what, this is gonna be the guy. And and just seeing him in Duke, I just I was real confident. You could you could kind of see who was gonna be our who was going to be our pick in that draft as well. It's like, okay, Zion, John Morant. So he was our pick by default, even though I've heard other people like, nah, we should have got uh, Gary, uh, Darius Garland and whatnot. But RJ was the guy that I was sold, and I was so happy that we got him. Rookie year, though, he showed flashes. But the fact that, you know, his free throw percentage was so good, he wasn't really consistent. And even though he's still working on the consistency factor to this day, he's shown us a whole nother side of him that, I feel like, man, fuck these haters. I, yo, bro, I, I was getting attacked all season. Even when the season started, you Nick fans, you guys are just loony. You guys are always thinking crazy. And that was just us just being mediocre. Like, what was our first, when we first started? We were pretty much a little, little bit under 500. That's not right. too crazy. Not like, not like the run that we are now. But, you know, RJ Barrett, just seeing him building that consistency. I knew he was a hard worker. I mean, his guy, his, his godfather, Steve Nash, he comes from a good pedigree. His, his father played ball. If I'm not mistaken, his mother ran track. So he has the, he has all these, all this, like, yes. all this talent passed down and skills. And, and exactly. his pop played at St. John's, you know, in New York City, you know, so he knows the vibes. Yeah. And, and honestly, that that's pretty much what's had me, had me, I mean, even you could say Randall too, but. RJ has been the one for me, especially because I got his jersey. Like I don't want to, I want to have a jersey of somebody oh, yeah. that I can't really wear. You know, I, even even after this rookie year, I'm like, let me not pull this jersey out yet. Let me oh. keep this in the. Let me keep it because I, bro, I went to the first game opening night, bro, against the Celtics. Oh man, it was so bad. So yeah. I don't even want to remember that. This was a new year, new time, new goals. We out here. Yeah, Chris. What 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 about you, man? What what has been the most exciting thing about this season so far for you just seeing a different culture man a culture change that's number one right like we always talk about culture right we talk miami has heat culture right okc has a culture all these teams have cultures our culture was being dysfunctional and that's not a culture we didn't want any part of anymore so the fact that leon came in changed started from last year right you know came in midway he started and then hiring Tibbs like you knew the culture was going to change for real like you knew the defense was going to be on point 
And to me, that's been the most important thing. Everyone's buying in. Everyone loves each other, right? That's what see. It's a family, right? From from the best player all the way down to the last player. You know, everybody's vibing with each other, and that's something we haven't seen since that Knicks tape team. So that's the yeah. biggest difference is the family. Like everyone plays for each other. You play hard. Every time someone goes to the ground, everyone, all all four guys on the floor are picking up that dude. It's just the vibes are different, and that's why you know we've had we have success this year. Eight in a row is not you know, and we don't have a lot of great talent, right? We don't have great talent. But everyone's vibe. It's called. It's, it is a team game, and everyone is 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 uh, buying into that team atmosphere, and that's the reason why we've had success this year. It, it's just, man, it's just been so much fun. Like it, it's it's this time. Usually this time this year, we're like, all right, let's let's Yankees Mets, right? What's going on with that? You know, the NFL draft. We're worrying about what the Jets or the Giants are doing, and now it's like bump that. Like I don't even care about the NFL draft. Like it's all about the Knicks yeah. right now. Like it's 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 crazy. It, it, but it, it's so much fun that it's this is what the vibes in you and this is and and the, you know the Nets being relevant too. I mean the city's pop. We that's that's important to have that. You know the city popping and have two teams going at it. Like that rivalry is what basketball needs, especially New York City. New York City yeah, basketball yeah. taking a hit. So we need this, man. And, and it, no, it, it's just great right now. It's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, piggybacking off uh, your points, Chris. I mean, Leon Rose's first move was waving Alonzo Trier and signing Theo Penson, which we was all confused about. I mean, I remember everybody like, oh, Trier. You know, everybody thought this great thing about Alonzo Trier, who's no longer in the league, by the way. And nobody knew much about Theo Penson except all the gifts on Twitter. And Instagram, you know him jumping around, to and having fun, <laughs> and and man, he he has been such a big important player for us. Even though he don't get burned or any minutes, but off the bench, I mean, everybody just shows Theo love, and we had a Theo appreciation post. Yeah, that nah, he shows it right back too, bro. Yeah, that's just, that's even better. Like a, a key component into everything we've done, and going also talking about culture. There hasn't been no Knicks drama. We even got D-Rose back. I was scared about the AWOL thing last time. It just hasn't been no drama. Everything is just smooth. In fact, it's just been family. Woody came back last game. It was all love. Everybody just talking, hugging Woody. That was just a great video. Like That was just a great, great video. I really enjoyed that. But let's talk about last night's game. Uh, we're recording this Thursday night. Last night, New York Knicks faced the Atlanta Hawks. And it was a tough one. It was a tough one. I was really scared. Trey Young was cooking. He was playing that this A1 defense. He was cooking it up like Swiss cheese, 20.14 assists in a few minutes. Clint Capella, we had no answer for Clint Capella. 26 rebounds, 22 points. What we were going to do, Noel got lacerated lip. Todd Gibson left. Then they put Pella in the game. I was a little scared. But, man, mm. the Knicks prevailed, 20, 20. Free throws win games. They went 20 for 25. They hit 19 three-pointers. Juan, tell us about how the Knicks, Achilles heel all year was supposed to be offense, and they're just stepping it up the last few games. Nah, it's been huge. I, it's it's nice to see that, you know, we there's always a fight. Like this, I feel like all year, you know, and not even all year, there's, there's times where, especially just being a Knicks fan, you're just used to just, uh, this we ain't gonna come back, or um, we there's we're gonna lose that. Let's get that game against the Hornets. We up, we got a seven game winning streak. We're gonna lose against the Hornets because it just so happens the Hornets just have our number every year. They just always manage to beat us. 
And so the Hawks game, honestly, watching that game, I did not expect us to give up such a lead right away. Yeah. It was down. Trey Young was cooking us. I'm like, yo, how the hell are we going to come back on this one? Trey Young's having a ball game. And, yeah, he got hurt and whatnot. But the fact that we still managed to still fight through it, no matter what, the defense, you know, no, yeah, we gave up. What we gave up, 127? It's not every night. But as long as we're putting uh, the, the ball in the hoop on the other end, man, we're good. But Trey Young, I, I, I kind of credit the fact that he got hurt for that we came back. Because I, <laughs> I think if he if he plays the whole game, it's going to be tough. Because yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. It was up double digits when, when he got hurt, bro. Nah, that that kind of that, that, that was a momentum changer, for sure. That definitely when he went down, that changes your whole momentum. And listen, with the Knicks, we benefited a lot from teams missing players. I mean, that second half of that schedule was supposed to be like a murderer's row, right? Yeah, yeah. We was, and we benefited. Philly missed, you know, didn't have Joel. The Lakers didn't have AD and LeBron. You know, you know, uh, you know, uh, Trey Young gets hurt. So we benefited, but hey, we'd have guys missing too, right? Burks has been out, Mitchell's Burks. been out. So mm-hmm. and Julius was banged up for some, you know, some games. So you know, it happened. Hey, injuries are a part of the game, but. The difference is this year that we're capitalizing that and we're winning those games, right? Yeah. In the years past, yeah. we might lose these games. We might have lost that Atlanta game last night because Capella was Seriously, killing it on the boards, you know. Um, so and, and Bogdanovich was getting was going off too. He was starting to get hot, you know, when Trey get out. So hey, it happens, right? You gotta take advantage, right? You gotta win these games, right? This is what That's this is the next level for the Knicks is we gotta mm-hmm. win these games. And that shows that you're getting better. And then obviously the next step is beating those top tier teams. Yeah. Um, you gotta, I remember you gotta play who you play in front of. It doesn't hey, injuries happen. Hey, we got we got guys falling out left and right. Rose got banged up. You know, Noel's getting elbowed every game. He's on the floor at least three times a game. Yeah, so, so, hey, God forbid the COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but now, like works. you said though, that that's the tips factor though, that we're not really overlooking the next opponent the, the opponent that, that is there in front of us right there and then. Because even the Hornets, like, like a game that we, that I said we would have lost because we already we would have been looking forward to playing the Hawks already, a team that we we're probably going to see down the road in the playoffs. The Hornets, fortunately for them, they deal with injury with Lamelo and Gordon Hayward. That you know a team like a, a team like the Knicks before with no culture, they would have been like, yeah, we're not even going to pay attention to them. We got the Hawks coming tomorrow. Let's worry about them. And yeah. it's two games in a row. We, you know, we're keeping it moving. We didn't, we didn't put, we didn't, we, we ain't stopping for nothing, man. I mean, I am absolutely pumped, man. I'm pumped because this is the first year in a long time. Don't let this go over your head. This is the first time in a long time that I was rooting for teams to lose. To lose, I'm usually rooting for teams to win because I want them to get a roll. Want the picks in the tank? Yeah, I'm like, yo, lose. I'm like, win, please, win. Now I'm like watching these games, like please lose. I'm watching, watching the Hawks. I'm watching Hornets. I'm watching, watching the Celtics. Dallas Mavericks. You know, because the Mavs picks is huge. So I'm watching all these teams. Like, come on, please. And that it hasn't happened in a long, long time. But I'm glad you guys mentioned about uh, injuries and stuff like that. Uh, thankfully, I mean we've been a little banged up, but for the most part, Julius Randle has only missed one game. R.J. Barrett. I believe he only missed one or has he even missed i'm not i'm not 100 sure on that but what about i don't want to go into the tom Thibodeau rotations because you know we can go on and on this podcast is not long enough to talk about the tom Thibodeau rotations it got down a slippery slope but julius randall 41 minutes two nights ago no 40 minutes two nights ago and 41 minutes last night 
Is this something sustainable, or do you think he will lose steam as we go into the playoffs? There's a lot of nicks and knacks he has. What do you think about that, Chris? The the minutes thing has been we, – we knew this was going to be a thing, right? With Tibbs gotten high, we know he plays his guys, right? He plays his starting five minutes, right? We saw that in, a lot with the Chicago teams, and, and we saw with Minnesota. So, But you got to play him a lot of minutes. You just be real. You have to play him a lot of minutes because he's not playing a lot of minutes. We might have lost a few more games. And, you know, so I know he had a little stretch where he was banged up and all that. But um, he seems like I think him coming into this year in in good shape was 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 huge. Right. Tibbs even said that preseason, you know, with all the interviews he did, you know, he said he's in the, he's in the best shape out of everyone, you know, um, coming in. So. You know, I think that was a, you know, if this was last year, Randall, maybe we'd, I'd be worried because he wasn't as in shape, you know, and um, obviously different circumstances, you know, coming in with, you know, more BS and all that. But um, I think he'll be fine playing high minutes. You know, obviously, I think, you know, once we get to the offseason, we got to figure out, you know, maybe get him, get another score enough because, uh, you know, can't have him, you know, being the lead ball handler, you know, doing everything for offense running around him. But that's for the offseason. But for right now, I think it's fine. I'm not. I'm not stressing about it, you know, because it doesn't. There's been some games where he seems maybe seems a little tired, but like during this 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 stretch of games that we won eight in a row, he he seems fine. So you know, I'm I'm not stressing about it too much right now. Yeah, yeah. For me, the way I see it, as it hasn't really, it hasn't really played a factor so much in his game. Like he's still putting up buckets. Even last game, he was he started off like a little off, but. Start, you've seen it come around, like, and you would think and he's that not as, taking as, bad shots, right? Because when you're tired, not. you take some some wild shots, you take, yeah. and you could tell the shots he takes is not, you know, he doesn't look tired. He takes, he, he's very, he's still efficient, right? So that's mm-hmm. another thing, too, that that shows. Nah, you'll see as the game progresses, a player would just normally get winded and whatnot, but he's not even like that. He's still composed, taking his time, making the right plays, and bro. Credit Randall, man. He, yeah, he's playing a lot, but like you said, Chris, it was expected. I mean, it's it's typical. He's known for running teams down to the ground. But if we have the if we have the depth, which I feel like we do if we're healthy, but right now we're not. So we we're pretty much with our back we're backs against the walls right now, where we have to play these guys. If if Mitch if Mitch was there, maybe he doesn't play 41, 42. Maybe he plays 39, 38. I don't know about that. I don't know about the Mitch factor being a factor, but. Uh, just going, I just feel like Obi, he's showing, I mean, we could go on and on about Obi as well, but he hasn't been improving the last few games. Every game you see something different, whether he was catching a couple uh, offensive rebound and jamming it into the hoop. We didn't see that early in the season. And yesterday, I felt like he was playing a pretty decent defensive game. We, we he's gotten better it. defensively, yes, especially with his lateral quickness. That was the issue coming out of Dayton was his lateral quickness because he's kind of – it, he's Slide like a, he's like a deer. He's like a baby deer. Like sometimes you're like, yes. oh, you're so athletic. Yeah, you, you, why you run like that? Move like that. But he's yeah. definitely gotten better with his defense. Though. He's probably more of just a straight, straight runner, you know, as opposed yeah, he's to a straight line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Here we go with typical Knicks fans wilding territory. Here I go. Here I go, guys. Don't don't call me crazy. All right. I'm just I'm just seeing what I'm seeing. All right. Let me give y'all something. All right. New York Knickerbocker, fourth seed in the East, three and a half games out of the third seed. 
All right. Wow. Let me tell you. Let me give you a few games that the Milwaukee Bucks got coming on. All right. They play Philly tonight. They play Philly again the next game. All right. They play Atlanta. A little banged up. Let's see what happens there. They play the Hornets. Mm. All right. Then they got a whack ones, Houston and Chicago. But then they play Brooklyn again twice. They're going to be competing for that 2 3 seed. So, I mean, maybe they get back. Man, they played Durant. It's not a back to back. So maybe Durant is back. Maybe Kyrie is back. And they're trying to hold off Milwaukee off that third seed. And then they play the Red Hot Washington Wizards. And I don't want to give you more games. That's the next couple games. Uh, let me go with you first, Juan. Are the Knicks eyeing that third seed? Or do we need to just keep on and keep the stiff arm on the fifth, sixth, seventh seed and just stay up? What do you think about what I mean, you're uh, So I, I think we're eyeing it. Yeah, I think we're eyeing it for sure. But <laughs> but realistically, just like you said, the Bucks have a little tough stretch ahead of them. I, I don't, you know, we're not too far away with that. Oh, with no, that either. Good. I mean, our schedule is gonna get tough. We have we have a pretty tough um road, like road, a uh, nice road games. That we're gonna have to, you know, West Coast. We got the Lakers, Clippers, got the Nuggets, Suns mm. coming coming up in, in at the Garden mm. on, on Monday. Schedule is Monday, tough, right? though. If, if everyone's terrible. healthy, the schedule is terrible. terrible. You know, so it's it's not gonna be easy. We got a nice young and scrappy Memphis Grizzlies too on the schedule. The Suns twice. I forgot about the Suns twice. So we definitely gonna. It's not gonna be easy. And we also face the Celtics, which could be a deciding factor of that fourth seed as well. So it's gonna be interesting. I I personally think that fourth seed is ideal for us because we don't want to. For me, I don't want to face any of the top three seeds in the first round. Let's let's at least make it to the second round. And and even though maybe a team like 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 the Nets, you would probably want to catch them in the first round because whoa, you know Harden. We haven't heard anything from I don't Harden. Know. New York City might not be able to be ready for that. That that might be an explosion. You might have to open up the city. Cuomo got to open up the city for that. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. I mean, I, I'm not even gonna say, it. <laughs> but the political, you know, he's working. Is he's working? He's working. I'll tell you that. But yeah, I mean, but if we, but get me, you know, I, you can't, you can't blame me for saying for saying that. Like, where where Kyrie, Kyrie has been playing, but Kevin Durant, we still don't know what to expect. He got he re he reaggravated, he reaggravated himself. Harden. He the hamstring injury. There's a second time again that he got hurt. Now they're still waiting, so it's it's a little bit up in the air with the Nets. So if anything, I would want them in the first round. But like I said, I want that home court advantage, fourth seed, and and up. If we can stay up four seed, we're good. And I take I take the Celtics, the Hawks, any of those teams in the bottom. I don't mind. Yeah, man. What you think about the third seed or just stiff arm and everybody under us, uh, Chris? To be honest, man, I'm just happy that we in playoff. Like, I'm just gonna keep it above. Like I'm just happy. We, I'm just. I know it's a. But just to be real, like we in the playoff hunt. Like I think that's that should we should yeah. just appreciate that. Like we're a four C right now with a possibility of being a three C. Like I'll take it. If it's a four C, it's a four C. If it's the five C, I don't want to play in the playing game. If we, if we can avoid that, I'm cool with that. So if we can get a top six seed. I think I'm straight with that. Like, yeah. uh, it, it's just a, it's a, it's another step forward. To me, that's how I see it. Is another step forward to getting back to relevancy. So, to me, top six seed shows a lot of improvement this year. So, I'm cool with that. If it's four, cool. If it's five, six, whatever, I'm cool with either any one of those positions. Yeah. I'm just happy that we're 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 talking about the playoffs with mm. you know 
13, 14 games left in the season. Like, that hasn't happened in the last seven, eight years. So I'm just cool with that, to be honest. And you just got to enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, even though enjoy the ride. That's it. Even <laughs> though we were, we probably would have been talking about playing, which was my expectations. I'm not sure what you guys was, were, were thinking, but that's what I was. That was my expectations. Playing, you'll see how it plays out, but playing is probably what we're going to be. And look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? You're talking about, about playing before the season or? Playing like before that. the season. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay. We, I'm going to have to check the receipts, man. I don't know if you were saying that before. <laughs> I have to check uh, the receipts on that. Don't want them. If you would have told me playing play before the season, so. I would have that. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, Playing would have been like I was thinking. All right, they're gonna be better no matter what, right? That's that's the sure. automatic. But I was like, all right, they'll probably be like 11, 12 seed. They'll, they'll battle it, you know. They'll be in it the that's, last few yeah, weeks to try to get. That's playing category, you know. That's playing it, yeah. and that's that's what I was thinking. But you know what we are now, definitely not. <laughs> no, no, I don't think. Not even, why, not even Leon Rose. That's why we have to check the receipts on my man. Juan over here because he's talking oh, about man. this call and playing. I mean, I'm first of all, Mr. Receipts. Mario's Mr. Receipts. Any 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 reporter, analyst out there that, that was talking smack about the Knicks early on or last year? Oh, Mario got you. Don't worry about it. Trip and that's levels. what I'm loving about Knicks fans, man. Everybody, Spike Lee was in oh. the building. Knicks fans are even rejecting Spike Lee. Everybody. Well, they showed the clip yesterday where, like, uh, where Randall uh, gave the signed jersey to uh, to Woodson. You see, uh, you see him rejecting Spike Lee. <laughs> no, what? Yeah, he didn't reject that. it. He just, he just didn't notice it. He didn't give him any. Oh, show him okay, anything. okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I was a little lit at the bar long, last it's night. It's been a long road for us, and you know, guys on ESPN, Stephen May, and all these guys. You know, I'm glad. That we're just coming together as a community and we're building, we're building it. And these guys talk smack about us. Like Juan said, I, I I hold receipts. I hold them. I got them on the bag. Anytime you say something, that's why I just take it out. Anybody, anybody get the everybody get the smoke. Everybody get it. Knicks fans are really good at that. We we know when you know we bring back stuff from 2018, like the Randall signing. That was the big thing because uh, people started bringing that up and people in the comments that were like, do wild, we're talking wild about Randall and like suddenly love him now and they, you know, bringing that up. So Knicks fans always got receipts. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's, there's one thing I want to bring up. Got to be honest. Mary probably going to bring it up anyways eventually. But I was one that was saying let's – we trained Randall for a late round first, a oh. late first round pick early in the season. Year's draft. What? No, this year, this year. Oh yeah, this year's draft. This year, oh. I saw, I saw him starting early. I'm like, this, this is a mook right here. Yeah. We got a late first round pick. Like I said, I, I thought we would be in the contention of playing, but at that point, if we're gonna be 12, might as well just tank it. But as we've seen this year, none of those guys are even tanking. Wizards still competing. All those teams in the 12, well, 11, yeah. 10. That playing, that playing tournament, it, it, to me, is great because it, it you're not going to fully avoid tanking. Teams are going to try to tank no matter what. But at least you're going to have more teams that like the Wizards, right, that maybe in in in, in, the, in the past may have just been like, all right, we still don't got a shot. You know, we ain't even a top eight. Now they got a shot to be 
it get in with with top ten teams going in, in seven, eight, nine, ten playing each other. So to me, I think the playing is great. You know, I, I think that's benefited a lot of teams. And you're gonna see more competitive basketball down the stretch where it's like the last week of the NBA season is kind of like the last week of school. You just <laughs> you just counting the, the time to where you're like, all right, let's just end this day. And we just the next day and like it just drags, right? And it's like, all right, let's just get to the playoffs. Right? But now you're gonna get playoff basketball, you know, to the last. I mean, we played Boston the last game of the season. I mean, that's gonna be a play. That could be a playoff atmosphere because that Seriously. could be a potential matchup in the playoffs. So you know that that four five. That could be a home. That that game can mean home court advantage in that first yeah. round. So that that could be a pivotal game. So. Yeah, yes, that's a fact. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break to give you a little, give you our sponsors. So support for Knicks fans Wilden is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in the men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Yes, you heard right, your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Us three right here are part of that 2 million, by the way. (laughs) We have an exclusive offers for our listeners. 20% off plus free shipping with the code off the ball at manscaped.com. Off the ball at manscaped.com. All right, yeah, that was very powerful there, Don Juan. Very powerful. Yeah. I got two. I got two of them things. So I mean, they're great. That's a great tool, man. The lawnmower 3.0, and they give you the ball spray and and, and the cologne, whatever else they got. They give you a whole bunch. They got boxes. Hey, hey, they give you a shirt. Hey, it's it's a good deal, man. You can't go wrong with let's that. See, let's see. Let's see. While we on the topic of random, I've got a little hardball question for both of y'all right here. What would be the biggest snub for you guys? If Julius Randle does not win most improved player or if Tom Thibodeau does not win coach of the year? Don Juan, I want to start with you. What would be your answer to that? Uh, so with me, I'll go with the biggest snub. It would probably be Randle not winning most improved. Okay. And the reason why is because I don't see anybody in sight. You know, I felt like last year there was a lot of people for the running for most improved, but this year I just can't even think of. Like, I would have to really go deep down and look at some stats. And Randall's pretty much playing almost MVP caliber. He's having like an MVP type of season this year. You know, so for somebody to be in a consideration of MVP, you have to be most improved if he wasn't most improved last year. You know what I mean? So he's put the team on his back, even though, yes, there have been some other, other players on the team that have helped us. But Randall has really been the, the, the focal point every night, and he's only getting better and better as the season progresses. So for, for me, he ha- it, that would be the biggest snub. I don't want – not taking anything away from Coach Tibbs because he has exceeded expectations by 100%. But I think Randall would probably – is the one that would be the, mo- the biggest snub for me. Great point today. Chris, what do you think about that? I agree. It's the Randall thing. Like, you know, Monty Williams and Phoenix has done a hell of a job with that Suns team. So he's definitely going to be a consideration. Um, you know, the Utah coach, um, Quinn Snyder, he's definitely, you know, done great things with Utah. You know, Tibbs definitely should be in the running. But, you know, I, 
I thought Jeremy Grant was was uh, most improved because simply because of that jump he made, like to go from averaging twelve a game to being a 24, 25 point per game score. I know he's on a bad team and all that, but still, I don't think anyone saw that. No, I don't care how bad the team is. You didn't see that from Jamie Grant in his whole career. You know, there was no signs of him like exploding to that level. So I thought he was, but the way Randall's playing late and the team success, I mean, to me, that's important too. Like he's his team's he has his team as a four C right now. And if he continues that and he has improved. You know, yeah. he had something a level. He took his game where he was like, you know, we always we talk about players putting up empty stats and he was always in there, right? You hear Zach Levine, him. You know, a bunch of other players will put up empty stats. They put up 20 and 10, but the team's losing 50 games. That's not the case of Randall this year. He's averaging mm-hmm. 23, 12, and, and and six assists, you know, shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three. You know, it, he, he's putting up numbers, and he has his team as, a, as the four seed right now. You know, so. Definitely huge. So he does for you. I'm going to have to disagree with both of you. I ain't going to lie. You know, I mean, I know Randall's putting up the numbers, and. I just, you know, with Knicks players, look at when we go back to last year, R.J. Barrett was a travesty, leaving him out of the all-rookie teams. I mean, come on, Terrence Davis, we haven't heard about him. Where is he? I don't even know. Is his name Terrence Davis? I don't even know. But I got to go to my guy, Tom Thibodeau. I mean, look at our roster. I mean, look at our roster. We're basically playing with the same roster of last year. I know Julius Randle came in better shape. Everybody got a whole new everything new but the job that tom thibodeau has done and his coaching staff you can't deny that you cannot deny that i mean everybody was clamoring for kenny atkinson this this summer talking about player development and everything that we want to do but tom thibodeau has us as the fourth seed in the eastern conference i keep saying that because i'm so excited about that tom thibodeau and his staff have elevated this Knicks squad from nothing and we're basically playing with the same roster from last year for so for that, Quinn Snyder, he's done a great job with the Utah Jazz, number one in the West. Very, very tough. But he, look at the roster he has. You know, he has a couple budding stars there. As well, Monty Williams, great story coming back from everything he's gone through. And I'm glad he's back in the league. I love Monty. But look at the roster he had. Chris Paul, point guard, Devin Booker, young budding superstar. And the, best, the, the pieces that they got are very special. I mean, look at the Knicks roster. We talked about it earlier. We love these Knicks roster, but let's be real. I mean, to be fourth in the Eastern Conference, and that's special for me. And that's why I think Tom Thibodeau would be the biggest snub if he doesn't have that, that uh, coach of the year. Yeah, those are good points. Those are pretty good points. Because you could really, really credit Thibodeau for all that that we just mentioned about Randall. So that, mm-hmm. that's a good you know, point. You, you're, you're right. You could – I think he – I think Tibbs is a big reason why Randall has taken that next step. When you know, they came for the game. OTAs, he, he yeah. Randall challenged yeah. himself because he knew what Thibodeau was going to expect. And, you know, Fizdale was all lovey-dovey. I don't want to go into Fizdale. You don't want to go over there again. Fizdale was just, oh, give me a hug. You know, we're down 45. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's part of the game. Yeah, you guys are young in the game. We're growing. Thibodeau, yeah. man, he does not play that. We're down no we're nonsense. 21. And a couple, OB, a, Kobe, uh, a couple OB missed defensive schemes, and he's bringing Randall back in the game. Randall, yeah, yeah. We're up 21 <laughs> with three minutes to go. I need to look back at the tape and see who hurt Tip like that. Because this man, Tip, <laughs> just super, super intense, man. Bro. Yeah, yeah bro. I know some other people that have been super intense. As of late, not, maybe not so much, though. It's these medias. <laughs> 
these reporters, these analysts who been coming at us for years now. We've been, I mean, we spoke about it briefly, but it's like they're coming around now. Like, what's going on, bro? Man, I just saw the it's, I saw the Hoop Collective earlier today with Brian Windhorst, and man, I was surprised by all the love he was giving the New York Knickerbocker. And this is a this is a bona fide hater. Don't let me get started, <laughs> Stephen A. Stephen A. Man, crying. I mean, crying. Oh, Nick signed Julius Randle on the first day of free agent. We have all that on tape. We have all that on tape. You know, we already know about Max Kellerman. Max bona Kellerman, fide man. Hater. That's a fact. Hater. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling the love, man. I'm not feeling the love because it's just like we don't need that, that love. Fake love right? That that's love. That fake love, right? That's that fake love. That's that fake love. Give me the little Drake hey, that, that they, night. That's that. That's that New York media. That's that New York though. Not even New York media. That's just New York. You want? You got a little positive going over here. We're gonna juice it just so people we could get some traction. But that's why we're here. We trying to take that traction away from them because realistically, we giving you the real New York. Real New York um, yeah. commentary. The real, controlling New York the narrative. real New York vibes. Controlling the narrative. Because the narrative That's of the Knicks, people, the, the people who aren't Knicks fans just, just continue with the narrative that, you know, trash organization, James Dolan. If you talk to a non-Knicks fan, they're all going to bang, oh, James Dolan needs to sell the team. It's like, I mean, come on now. Like, let's be real. He's not selling the team. It, it works too. That's He's making fact. too much money. So, like, enough with that. It's just now you see – the media is starting to come around, like they can't control the net. Or the you just can't go off the Nick suck or all this, all that BS. You know the off court stuff that has nothing to do with the on court stuff. They can't do that no more. So now they have to feed into this, right? And you're seeing that now, and that's why watching. I don't watch ESPN and Fox Sports and all that because it's just garbage. So that's why I have created my platform. You know, so I could talk about the real stuff, and that's why you guys are doing yeah. it. That's why you know Knicks yeah, fan TV. We got all these other platforms that so are, are diehard Knicks fans who understand. Like, yeah, like when the team stinks, we talk about, it, but we're not just gonna kill them all the time. We understand certain things, like the Spike Lee stuff was garbage. Like that's not a story. Like yeah, all these stuff aren't story. Like so, it, it, but now you're seeing them turn around, right? You're seeing publications starting to talk about. It. Like I saw the ringer put out like a few things today about the Knicks. I'm like, oh yeah, man, yeah, definitely I heard see some. that. Okay, you see Kevin O'Connor has some writing positive stories. You know, it, it's it's turning around. You know, winning helps. Hey, winning solves everything. No, but that's obviously a fact. With, with the Knicks, it always gets everything gets overblown, over publicized. I get it. It's New York City, right? So yeah, we get that with all with all the media attraction with that. But we we're, we have to control the narrative and change that because you know. It started, things are starting to roll and things starting to get better and you know we got to continue this so you know but it started before that with with like i said my platform like you guys doing that other other knicks you know fans that we we see we know what's really happening you know we don't fall for that bs that okay. Stephen a smith and max kellerman and all these fake nick fans you know like that do you know we know what's happening so every you know, it, every year we Every year we're, we're, we're going to get a superstar. Every year yeah. we're going to get this guy. Yeah, the draft. Wow, like, like the NBA. Look, I'll give you something. Uh, this year's draft. We knew we weren't getting number one pick this year, right? There was no shot of us getting number one pick. And we're still getting clowned for getting the ace. Like, we had no shot at the number one pick. <laughs> Why are you clowning us? Why? And I remember really? looking at the Twitter thread because I did a lot of NBA draft stuff. So I remember watching one Twitter thread that just had – all right, with the ninth pick is this. It was like oh, yeah, Detroit yeah. or whatever. Let's say it's Detroit. 
and like they would get like a hundred interactions and then the Knicks it's like a hundred thousand interactions yeah combined more than any other team so people care people like it's just all about that narrative oh the Knicks oh let's make fun of the Knicks because they didn't get Zion and they didn't get this it's like no 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 you guys created you guys yeah. created and then make fun of Knicks fans and for, then make fun of us fat bro like they told us we were getting like, KD. They told us we were getting KD, Kyrie. They told us not. They we didn't told make us. that That's up. The Knicks fans make that up. No, no, no. The media did. Stephen A. Smith said ninety-five percent chance KD's coming. Uh, Chris Haynes says he's he he he's with KD all the time. He's like, oh, he's coming to New York. You know, Chris Boussard going to New York. Chris Everyone's Boussard, saying so. Yeah. So when we do it, and when the fans do it, they clown on the fans. Oh, look at that! They get no one. Then that's, they protect themselves, like we exactly. said, New York. No, no, we and said New York. Brooklyn. We didn't say we yeah, didn't. We you know, know it could have been Brooklyn. It's like, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it even before the season. Knicks fans wilding was there early with live reaction after the New York Knicks beat the Indiana Pacers. They went to the fourth seed the first time. Mm-hmm. I saw all the BS, all that media. ESPN picked up. You know, it's the one and only Triple M was such the only live video. All right. They try to copy me. They trying to been trying to copy me. You know, everybody trying to get on it. There's only one lit video that started it all. And I saw it. The interactions was wild, man. Wild back then. It was pretty, pretty crazy when that first thing picked up steam. And I just saw it from early in the season. Like everybody was just like, oh, Knicks fans celebrating and this and that. And it was just, I'm like, yo, let us have fun, man. It's been seven long years. Seven long years. And that's why. We don't care anymore. We don't care. We're going to be wilding, all right? Knicks win the next game. We're going to make the playoffs, and we're just going to go nuts. And like Chris said earlier, we're just happy to be here. We're just happy to be here because this season was not supposed to happen. This season was not supposed to happen. We leapfrogged the year. It was supposed to be a rebuilding year, you know, get everybody together, see what we do with next year's draft. We have three picks this year. Detroit pick that's going to be high in the second round. Dallas pick, which is going to be, who knows, in the 20s, and our pick, who knows where that's going to be. And remember last year, the New York Knicks turned the 27 and 33rd pick to, like, 23. Then Now we have a competent front office that's going to make moves. And let's check this not chess, man. And I just keep stating these facts because I'm so excited as a Knicks fan. Least cash plays in the league. A lot of draft pick capital. Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. That's what I got to say. Hey, Brian, we keep going soon enough. Media's going to be praising James Dolan, too, man. Oh, 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 oh don't go on. Don't take it to Let's still blame him somehow. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just, just a quick little Dolan sec- segment. There's definitely way worse owners than him. And there's, for some there's reason. A, there's, there's so many way worse owners. Like, come on. Him. And for some reason, we're still with the, nah, James Dolan is the worst. He's the this and that, point out. Yo, the Clippers had an owner that was racist. <laughs> Literally racist. Like, they found, like, he did a whole Kogan. Like, he, he racist. And he don't get Dolan that much. And he don't get the same flag that Dolan does. Nope. Not even close. He's the easy scapegoat. He's just the exactly. easy target on the back. Because James like the security Dolan. thing. With the security oh, thing on, with, 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 uh, with Pat. That's Pat? not even, that's not on James Dolan. He don't control. They, like, they tried really hard, though. They tried, they tried really hard. They tried so hard. They made that a segment the next day. It's like, no, that, <laughs> you can't put that on James. We could blame James Dolan for a lot of stuff. That's not on him. That's the head of security's issue. Like, you tell, yeah. listen, head security, I do security. I know. You, you make, they let you know, all right, this is the boss. Is another. You, you tell, head security's supposed to be like, hey, you see that tall guy? 
That's that's his security badge. That's his uh clearance. He has a he has a uh, jersey up in the rafters. He's good. He can go wherever he wants. So that was on whoever's the head of security be like, yeah, hey, even the bandolin, the bandolin yeah. shirt. Like, Band, that was like, that dude was looking for clout. That was a clout yeah. chaser. Yeah. Like, that was a clout That's chaser. why we here, as Chris said, controlling the narrative. And we're gonna bring it right back. New York Knicks, eight game winning streak. Should I say it again? Eight. Least cap mm. space in the league, draft capital, and Julius Randle and RJ Mmm, that's that core right there, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that quote. Man, let me tell you, I just had a ball today. Knicks fan wildin' pilot episode. I was joined by my co-host, Don Juan. Yeah. CEO and founder, Chris LeBron. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I hope you continue to join us, catch us. Going to be dropping a lot of content. We're going to just have a lot of things, giveaways, promos. It's just going to be lit. Catch us off the ball. We're going to be running it up. Don Juan, tell the people what's really good. Well, guys, make sure to follow Triple M. What's up? What was that? That's your Twitter handle. Yes, sir. Follow yes, our sir. handles in the bottom. You can see that in the video. Again, the thank you, Chris, for having us on audio, your network. Nah, I appreciate you guys joining. People listening to the audio, the uh, where to follow us, where to find us. Oh, you can follow us at NYK Fans Wilden. My personal account is J under, underscore JM four eleven. If you want to follow Chris LeBron, also off the ball, off the ball pod. That's his, that's your Twitter handle, right? Yep, off the ball pod. You can find me there. Make sure to follow us. We appreciate it. Make sure to share also with your friends. This is a it's a safe haven for us Knicks fans, man. It's a sure. safe place. You could come over here. We could talk, cry. There's no crying though. It's all happiness this time around. Okay, guys. Wow. So wow. appreciate nice it for the listens. Nice.